man, I love this. This is the first football season that the new Children's Hospital in Iowa City is open, and it's right behind Kinnick Stadium. And at the top of the Children's Hospital, there's a ton of kids who are watching the Hawkeye game. And all the fans turning around, waving to the kids, kids waving back as they watch from the top of Children's Hospital. Really cool scene here in Iowa City. I feel like that's a tradition starting today that will carry forward. And that was from, I don't believe the exact first time they did it, but from the first season, obviously, uh, the wave that if you've never experienced it at, at Kinnick Stadium, it's it's pretty cool. Um, so how it started is being told in a little, it's a 30-minute uh, short on the Big Ten Network, and they're re-airing it this morning at 9.30. And to, for more on how it all began, we'll start at the beginning. Krista Young is on the phone with us. Hi, Krista. Hi, guys. Good morning. Oh, we woke Krista up. I'm sorry we call so early. No, no, it's allergy season. I, I sound like this for the first few hours oh, every morning. Oh, okay. okay. Wow, that's weird. I sound like this for the first few hours every morning. It's, uh, <laughs> um, you're you're featured in uh, the big moment, which is uh, the the episode about the Hawkeyes, the Hawkeye wave. It's the first wave, and you're you're really humble about all of it. And tell tell everybody how it began. Um, <laughs> it it was really just I'm I'm humble about it because it was just it was just as simple as writing a Facebook post. It wasn't like a long drawn out process. I, I had seen a photo and I can't even tell you now um, who had shared it. I, I believe it was Stead, but I don't even know that much. Um, but just a little head peeking down onto the field. And, and I was just shocked at, at how well they could actually see and, and how, how awesome that view would be. So it was, I was really, it was like a five minute process um, for me thinking, Oh gosh, they got to do something and, and typing it. And then it just took off. So, so my part's huge, but it really, it was really small. <laughs> do, do you, um, you're not like recognized. Here she is. This is her <laughs> at the games or anything like that. No. And, no, no, I'd like to keep it that way. Okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll we won't uh, mention where you live or what seat you sit in or anything like that. Because no, and I think that's. Wouldn't you agree that that's part of why it's such an or, a cool thing is that it is just so yes. organic. The first game, did they even make an announcement? Um, actually, they did, but um. Um, fans did it first on their own and then everyone kind of sat down and, and then they made an announcement. So everyone stood back up and did it a second time. So the first official was not, was not prompted whatsoever. Okay. Um, let's listen to this and see, I think this one just says uh, they make mention of it being the first one, but see if I'm going to run, play this and see you tell us. Okay, we'll start a new tradition here at does that um does that sound about right is that the, the first yeah. one yeah pretty pretty amazing and it just took off from there because there wasn't any music or anything like then they went into wave no. on wave later mm-hmm. right correct yeah so leading into it the that first game what were you thinking? Did, did you think, well, let's see if it happens or maybe what? 
Well, I'd, I'd obviously seen it be shared, I mean, hundreds and thousands of times um, throughout that summer, but I don't know. I didn't. I, I really was pulling for the student section to do it. And I thought if, if some of them can do it, it'll grow from there. I really I really didn't expect um, all 70,000 people to stand up. But I, I, I just had hopes that, you know, some people remembered and it would just slowly grow and grow and grow from there. But I was just astonished at, at the amount of people that did it that first time. I could see why why you might be. It's hard to get any one group of people to do anything absolutely well i mean even even when they do the sections you know when you're supposed to wear a certain color it's black in this section you're wearing gold the idiots and yet and yet this is a thing that it doesn't matter it's so easy it's like one of those things that once it exists, it's human nature. You wonder why it never existed prior. I mean, I realize that the hospital wasn't there, but you know what I mean. It's just such a natural thing, and it's so easy for everybody to do. I, it's one of those perfect, perfect things. I think it's very cool. Um, I've told this story before. If you have sat next to biggest rivals, whatever, there were guys of Badger fans sitting in front of me. This was a couple of seasons ago. And they were already taunting us. They were starting. And, and I, I, mean, I know that we lost that game. And, and uh, the, you know, he, they're stupid red and white striped overhauls. They look ridiculous. Oh, yeah, they're dumb. They're dumb. I mean, I look Those are good. supposed to be yellow and, and black. Bla- yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right, right. And he tur- <laughs> he's got sunglasses on him. Got ruined tur- in the laundry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and and uh, he's got sunglasses on, and he turns around to me, and he's like, I can't stand you Hawkeyes every day and every moment of my life, except for right now. And he grabs me and hugs Aww. me, and, I'm like, <laughs> and he's crying. And I've talked to people who we were just hanging around, and the, the conversation, he goes, you know, we're this is on our bucket list. We're not fans of either right. teams. We just came here. This is on our bucket list. And it, it's so odd, and I don't know, Krista, if you've had this experience. They're like, so where do we sit and when do we do this? It's kind of cute, and, and and I don't know how else to explain. Do you know what I mean? Have you had people ask you that, yeah. too? Um, no, everyone everyone seems to catch on really easily, but no, that's that's great. No, for people from out of town is what I what I meant. Like they're I've heard about this. Now we do it all game or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, have you ever been up uh, to the press box up to the uh, to the twelfth floor? I haven't. Oh my! No, You're, no, I haven't. Yeah. I don't know if I can handle it emotionally. <laughs> um, if you get the opportunity, you you really should. It's it's uh, something something else. Imagine, yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm sure. It's um, and you did a great job. Uh, the, the was it hard for you to get through the questions that they were asking you? Um, I I held on really strong for a while, but then um, one of the guys on the producing team had told us a story about his um, daughter had had heart issues, and, and then I was a mess from then on out. <laughs> it just, once it actually hits home and, and there's a, a personal story behind it, it always makes it so much harder. Yeah. Um, one of the people uh, who is featured also, um, if you got a second, I want to bring up uh, Megan here. Hey, Hi, Megan. Oh, absolutely. Hi. 
Um, Megan Gleason is on with us, and her son Reed is featured. And um, ha- have you? Do you two know each other? No, I don't. No, I've read we a don't. Lot about Reed and the stuff that they've been doing. Um, Reed Gleason is featured. Uh, you've heard us mention Rally for Reed. That's the organization that's connected with uh, Jake Gervas. Tell us about Reed and how he, like, what's the connection to Jake? Well, um, I actually knew Jake through just a mutual friend that I worked with, and he came up to visit Reed while he was in treatment at the hospital, and they just became buddies right away because Reed would um, ask Jake to set up bowling pins for him or do golfing in the hallway, and Jake was a big golfer too so they just (laughs) hit it off right away and had a pretty strong bond throughout reed's treatment so uh, he uh, what would he say like uh, they would talk football and stuff right yeah yeah they they would jake would play football with reed quite a bit and before games we just kind of got into this habit of reed would make him a little pep video (laughs) and we would send it to jake and and reed was thought he was kind of a celebrity because he would see Jake on the on the TV and and then we would see Reed on the TV sometimes doing the wave and so it was just a really cool connection I think for both of them and um, just really special videos now memories that we have of Reed and um, I think Reed thought he was a Hawkeye football player so <laughs> uh, um, I got a text from Jake uh, I was telling him that we were going to uh, talk to you guys this morning this is what Jake said uh uh, it's cool that you guys are helping get so people know more about Reed's story. The more, the better. Listen, I was lucky to know him, man. He made me much bigger. He had a bigger impact on me than I ever did on him. That's a fact. How about that? This yeah. is this is Jake yeah. Gervas, professional <laughs> football player, Iowa Hawkeye yeah. safety, and uh, and it's as, he's about as genuine as you can imagine. Yes, he is. I, I think that goes back to what Krista was saying when she was being interviewed for the for the sh- for the for the program, and that is, you know, you start to think about these kids and whatever they are going through. It's just made that much easier because there's that support system. You're not forgotten about just because you're in this institutional facility being treated for something you have no control over you have people and that you have that spirit and that soul of people who are reaching out to you and i swear you can feel good thoughts from people when they're delivered in mass uh and i think that's that's exactly what jake was explaining when you run into somebody like this who uh who fights despite whatever they have in their lives uh, to make other people feel good, you can't help but but be affected by that. And I think that's part of what the wave does for even the people doing it. I think it affects them beyond Saturday. You know, they go home and they and to, to their homes and their lives, and they go, "Wow, that was a really cool moment I ha- I got to have in the middle of a Saturday when I got to give of myself mm. to just make other people feel good." I think it's contagious. Yeah. And, you know, when we were there, it it gave us really something to look forward to, because usually, you know, if there was nothing going on over the weekend, man, is it pretty boring when you're in the hospital. Mm -hmm. There's just less traffic there on the weekends. But when it's game day 
and you got to go up to floor 12, it just really brightened the whole mood for the weekend, you know, and it, the wave was, was so special and so cool. And obviously before COVID, they would do these tailgate parties and just really made it a show for the kids. And um, just the whole experience being up there on floor 12 and participating in that, it was just amazing. It's hard to even describe. Um, and Reed loved all the garbage cans that were said he was really into garbage and, Whoa, and wait, garbage what? And recycling. He loved looking at all that stuff. Um, so that was really special for him too. Um, and you know, it just turned into such a cool snowball that we got to know Jake and Jake took us on a tour of Kinnick one day. So we got to go beyond the field and just so special for Reed and for us and, we just re- really feel grateful that we were able to experience and all of that. Did, did you know that as he's giving you guys and Reed a tour of Kinnick, he felt like Reed was the celebrity and he's just like the hired hand kind of showing him around like a tour guide? <laughs> uh, well, I, I would also agree that Reed was just a really special, amazing kid and we felt lucky that he was in our lives as well. Now, so. t- um, t- <laughs> Rally for Reed is the organization that, uh, well, t- tell everybody about it, what it does, and take it from there. Boy, this is the worst yeah, interview ever. So- Let's start this over. We're the worst at this. Tell us about Rally for Reed. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. So, um, no problem. We, we left Reed in um, October 2020 at the age of five. Um, after he battled brain cancer for um, over three years. So he fought and he fought and he fought. And, you know, we lost him and we just thought we have to continue doing something. We, our eyes were just, you know, open to the world of pediatric cancer. And we felt like we needed to continue fighting, even though we lost Reed. So um, we founded Rally for Reed right after. And our missions are to support families that are going through pediatric cancer, most of them at Stead Family or Blink or Iowa Families, and also to raise funds for pediatric cancer research, especially brain tumors, because it is hugely underfunded. Um, Never, ever has there been a drug developed to treat pediatric brain tumors, which is just crazy. Um, So we started in 2020. We got this football camp going in 2021 that Jake and um, Ben Neiman helped us put together, and it was incredibly successful. So. Um, last year, we were able to donate $100,000 for pediatric brain tumor research to a couple different places. Um, this year, we're really excited. We're going to make a huge donation to Stead Family to start a Food for Families program on Floor 11 so that we can provide dinners to um, families who are inpatient on Floor 11 just to help kind of offset some of the burden of having to figure out dinner and to be able to be in your room with your kid and um, what a cool thing because you experience that in a way nobody else coming into Stead would understand. Other you know? parents will tell parents of sick kids, hey, don't forget to take care of yourself. Yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's good that you are helping to remind people of that because they don't. Yeah. Um, So we're happy to be able to do that. And we do care packages for families and we are now offering financial assistance as well. And this has all been because we, this year we raised almost $90,000 from our football and spirit camp and we have other fundraisers that we do. And so it's just really helped us grow and to be able to do more for families and especially families that are treated as dead because that hospital 
is incredible, and we're just grateful that we can give back to families that are treated there. Megan, do you, is it hard for you to do the wave when you're at Kinnick? It is. Um, obviously, a lot of memories that flood back to you, but um, I think I just try to focus on there are other families up there, and this is such a unique, incredible opportunity for these kids to be celebrities. So we just try to really focus on the positive and wave as big as we can and put smiles on our faces because it's, it's just really special and unique. Yeah. Would it be um, easier if the if the team was better? <laughs> oh, I think it's a question that needs to be asked. That was Dwyer. D-W- it needs to be asked. Oh, <laughs> what? It always feels better when you're winning. It does. <laughs> for sure. But I think it's really cool when those away teams turn around and wave, oh, too. And they think very it's cool, cool to be part of that tradition. I mean, it's incredible. Krista, did you ever imagine a time where it would get to this, where it's not just the visiting teams? It's the officials. It's the, uh, the, the the media people. Everybody stops what they're doing. Dwyer said it. They're, it's unifying to on every level for at least that 60 seconds. Um, no, not not at all. No, it's surpassed any, any thoughts I had. Yeah. You heard it. It was all her idea yep. from the beginning. She knew it would be big. <laughs> But it, it, it's such a... Have uh, this all planned out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I've been up there on uh, the 12th floor, and they there was a family who, it was still early on, and they kept it as sort of a surprise, so they didn't know it was happening. And they said, oh, we got a surprise for you. you know, they knew there was a football game going on. And the kid says... A streaker. No. <laughs> <laughs> Different tradition. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, oh, well, I didn't expect no. to see that. Wow. Oh, I want to go back to my room. I just saw a penis. No, like no, no. The little, the little kid said, is, are, are they waving to me? Oh. And so for that moment, um, it's awesome. So anyway, nine thirty this morning. Um, there's I have allergies, uh, Krista, so I don't know if you heard about that. Um, but it's you know you want to say thank you to somebody and sorry to Megan, but it's such a cool thing and it's it's not something that you could plan. It just happened no. and. So go Hawks. God, this is a horrible interview. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you guys seen it? Have I'm sure you watched it, right? We did, and my, did. Um, my little our youngest son actually had a game. Um, okay, wait, girls, it was live, but I DVR'd it. Okay, so, wait, yeah. girls, girls, don't fight. I know you both want to take credit for this whole thing. Krista, did you want? <laughs> you both were talking at the same time. Krista, uh, Krista, did you uh, did you watch it? And what did you think? Yes, I've seen it. Um, I don't. I, I. It was really neat, and they they told me ahead of time kind of who they had planned for interviews, but just to see it from so many different perspectives is is really cool to me. Yeah. Um, and to see grown men cry gets me every time. So yeah. yes, it was it was a good one. And uh, Megan, same question. Yeah, it was it was really special. My uh, my two year old was waving at the at the TV screen, and that was just really special. And you know, Nate Stanley was interviewed. I had no idea he's one of our football coaches for yeah. camp, and it was just really neat. Uh, um, he and he was a preemie. Is that right? Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. 
Pretty you can't tell now. No, did I. no, no. All right, um, ladies. And he is just a gentle person. Yeah. He, he is really sweet. Well, this is real nice of you guys to come on and make grown men cry again. Um, rallyforread.org, uh, the foundation. Um, Megan, you eloquently spoke better than probably we could have reading it off of a sheet. Uh, Krista, your story is on there as well. Just a, a casual comment that you didn't even, probably didn't even think people would would read it. And it, no, it, it just took off I, and, and here we are. So thank you both for chatting with us. Um, hey, since we yeah. plugged Rally for Reed, Christy, you, uh, what, are you a, you're a real estate agent, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's. Well, I, don't, I don't think that's. Well, yeah. No, let me ask you this: yeah. What do you think about white appliances? Yay or nay? Or are they outdated? Yeah. What What do we got to do to move some of these houses today? Uh, if you have If you have gold hardware, you can go white. How about that? If you Uh-oh. have gold hardware, okay. Dwyer has all white appliances, and his wife is listening, and I imagine he's going to be getting new stuff in by the time the show is over. <laughs> you're welcome. No, no, you're supposed to. Oh, God, white is what everybody wants. It's all the rage these days. All right, ladies, thank you so much. Have a great day. The uh, show airs again on the Big Ten Network. It's called The Big Moment, The First Wave, uh, about the Iowa Hawkeyes tradition that is – well, you heard it when they played it over. The, I think we're witnessing a brand new tradition today. So it certainly has turned into that. Ladies, thank you for chatting with us. Have a great day. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. All right. There you go. Krista Young and Megan Gleason.